We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone. Welcome into the Guilty as Charged podcast. I did not want to do this video initially. I typically try to avoid the whole, oh, Jalen Ramsey wants to play with Derwin James and he wants to come to the Chargers and all that sort of thing because that's an expensive move. You know, it's a move that the, the Rams obviously wouldn't want to make while they have him, et cetera, et cetera. And I didn't really want to make a video about this with Tyron Matthew either because, you know, why talk about it? The Chargers have two safeties. And Derwin James and this year Outerly, why would you want to add another one? He could be a little bit expensive, all that. Well, and then you see him at the Pro Bowl getting along with everybody. And then Brandon Fajoko has to go out and make that big eye emoji tweet like, oh, look what's going on here. And while that means nothing, I think there's a legitimate case for Tyron Matthew actually joining the Chargers this season. And I think it's more than just, oh, I'd like to add this player because he's good and because you could help get revenge you know, against the Chiefs or whatever. I think there's a lot of what they're planning on doing this offseason and the things that they've done so far, at least uh, you know that we've heard and that we expect them to do, that kind of match up with him joining the team potentially. So let's go through it real quick. So the first obvious thing we have to get out of the way is that I do, and I've said it a while, I do believe that Kaiser White is gone. There's many reasons because of, you know, to, for me to assume that. Again, we don't know this for sure, but it's all assumptions. And I, I think most of us can connect the dots to him being gone from as early as the Chargers decreasing his snaps and increasing Kenneth Murray's snaps in that final Raiders game. So, but, you know, I've talked about this, but really quick, just go through why I think he's gone. Number one, you know, linebacker is not a premium position in Brandon Staley's defense. To me, you know, linebackers, those are guys you kind of take on maybe day two, if not day three, if you can, unless there's some sort of ridiculous prospect that falls to you early on. But for the most part, the smarter team building way to go is to find like a Kaiser White or a Drew Tranquil, uh, you know, early day three, late day two, on like the third round or whatever, and build your team from there and try to invest more in the trenches or on other defensive, more premium positions. To me, it's it's not quite like running back versus offensive line, but you would rather take the you know the, the offensive lineman over the running back in the same way that the Chargers are probably going to prioritize the trenches, defensive tackle, nose tackle, edge rusher over linebacker. And in particular, in this, in, the, in this defense, it's not a super premium position. And obviously, the, the one that people 
don't like to talk about, but we know it's true. Kenneth Murray is your former first round pick. They clearly invested in him with that pick. And then they went ahead and made him the starting dime linebacker against the Las Vegas Raiders, which is, again, what, what got all of this conversation even started about Kaiser White. So you have Kenneth Murray out there, and then obviously Drew Tranquil, Nick Neiman, and Amon, Amen Ogbong Bamiga behind him. Not saying those are replacements, but they're going to be his replacements. And, you know, I could see a world where you feel somewhat confident in the development of Neiman, who did make the, you know, was it all pro rookie team or whatever as a, for a special teams. Whoop de doo. You kind of believe in Drew Tranquil. So I could see why they would move on, feeling comfortable with that group, maybe not to be the same player, but to kind of make it work behind him. And then, of course, the conversation that I had, you know, again, I, I talked about this on our our linebackers and defensive tackle episode, you know, that the person I reached out to that said that it is, quote, a reach that he returns. There's hope, but it is a reach that he returns. So that and, you know, Mike Williams and a Chenin Wosu. And if it's not in Wosu, it's another edge player that they're going to sign to an expensive deal. So either Williams and some sort of edge player, whether it's in Mosu or not, plus the additions that you expect them to make at defensive tackle and nose tackle, or or I guess maybe one or the other, you know, there's someone's not going to get paid, and one of them is probably going to be Kaiser White. As unfortunate as it is, you know, there it is. Now, why even mention Kaiser White to begin with? They're talking about safeties. Why mention Kaiser White? It's up to the Chargers to make this change, and I don't know how much of the change they're going to make. But rather than now you have Kenneth Murray as your starting whoo, as your starting dime linebacker instead of Kaiser White and Drew Tranquil might fill in here and there, but he's not the, he's not he's no longer the the alpha of the group. And instead of having maybe a Kenneth Murray out there, they could rotate different things to have another safety out there. You see or you saw early in the season, right? Derwin James would play closer and, you know, Alohi Gilman would rotate in, in the back. And so it'd be Nasir Adderley. Alohi Gilman with Derwin James in the slot the entire time against, I think, CeeDee Lamb or whatever it was that game against the Cowboys. You see that the Chargers can do that. I don't know how often they did that as the, as the games went on and, you know, things needed to be, you know, start guys started getting hurt at different positions. So I don't know how much they stuck to that. But it's a, it's a possibility that with Kaiser White gone, who is your best coverage linebacker and just your, your best linebacker in general, it's possible that yes, Kenneth Murray is the starter penciled in at linebacker at dime linebacker, but it's very possible that the Chargers actually want Derwin James to help fill that role and have another safety behind them. Why do I think they would do that? New thing, new thing, hot off the press. I don't believe Gavino has mentioned this publicly, but Gavino Borquez, who I've had on the show a couple of times, who worked uh, for Chargers Wire, he basically is Chargers Wire, and um, for USA Today, he reached out and referenced that Verone McKinley the DB corner safety, whatever from Oregon, who is a senior and was at the senior bowl has met with the chargers twice so far. And I think that's relevant because he's a guy that, as you can see on the screen here has played all over the field for the Oregon in 2021, 24 defensive line, 176 in the box, 569 snaps at free safety, 157 in the slot, 12 at corner, and then 24 as like an edge rusher. So this guy has moved all over the defense for Oregon. And I think the Chargers looking at that, looking at someone like McKinley, and I'm sure other guys that are like McKinley, they even did look like, like, like look at Webb last year and drafted Webb. But you're looking at someone like that because you want to be more multiple in your secondary and have different guys who are good, who can play different things. Even Ben DeLuca, who never really saw the field, he was a guy who played all over. And the Chargers are looking and have looked for guys like that 
And I think it's partially because they want Derwin James to find a way to play closer to the line of scrimmage. I don't know where this graphic went, but I promise there was a graphic somewhere that said that Derwin James had played closer to the line of scrimmage uh, more as the games went on. So not as the games went on, but as the season went on. So he started playing, you know, he started more of that deep safety. Maybe rotate him in. You kind of had to rotate him in at the slot because Chris Harris Jr. got hurt in week two or couldn't play week two. But he apparently was playing sort of more of a box safety role as, as the year went on and was inching closer to the line of scrimmage, probably to help out that, that run game. And it worked in some cases. And I think Derwin James being closer to the line of scrimmage and freeing him up to do that and roam and either blitz the quarterback, get to the running back, cover a tight end, whatever, I think that's very beneficial for this team. So the Chargers looking at a guy like McKinley, reportedly, and meeting with him twice to see what kind of guy they had in him and a guy that they could take on, you know, now, you know, McKinley and Matthew are two different players, right? McKinley is going to be taken day three and Matthew is a, you know, an excellent player and has been for many years and has played thousands of snaps in the NFL. So I'm not saying it's a one for one, but the idea is there and they do. And why would you look at a guy like, like, like McKinley? Well, if you look at, you know, who's behind this year, Adderley and Derwin James, we saw last year that this, the depth behind James and Adderley was pretty bad. Now, I'm not at all suggesting that Matthew comes in and is a, a depth piece by any means. You find a way to make all three of those safeties work. If you want Derwin James to be more in the slot, playing linebacker closer to the line of scrimmage more, that's cool. If you want Matthew covering guys in the slot, Adderley is primarily your deep safety, but you can mix and match those guys whatever you want. And we'll talk about that a bit. But you want someone like that over, you, know, you can trust a Tyron Matthew over an Alohi Gilman or a Mark Webb who, you know, last year, Alohi Gilman only played 355 snaps, Mark Webb only six. You know, obviously, Tyron Matthew is a better player than both guys. That's not a question. But, you know, as I was talking about in, in different videos, and I will talk about in, um, in a composite free agent video, Ty, you know, Alohi Gilman was 31st among, now he's not a free agent, but I put him in there with all the pending safety free agents, and he was 31st, which is not good you want to find someone that that's your third safety you want to find someone better after that and the guys last year that were in there when Gilman and Webb were hurt were, were awful for the Chargers so they're not sticking around so you need to find some sort of veteran presence back there who can be a better a, a, a nice cushion a golden parachute if you will after Derwin James or Nasir Adderley potentially get hurt or have to move you want to have Tyron Matthew out there playing deep safety over Lohi Gilman I think all of us could agree with that so, you know, what the, the numbers, the the way he can, Matthew can pick the ball off, the production, the fact that he actually can, you know, will be able to play more snaps. And you can trust him to play a good amount of snaps as well. I think that works out. So my best pitch for someone like a Tyron Matthew, like why would you add him to another set of two safeties? You know, he wouldn't start. I think he could. I think there really is no starter in in the secondary it's part of the reason that i want them to go with corner in the first round at pick 17 it's like well why would you do that if you already have you have your um asante samuel jr or michael davis why would you go get a slot corner i don't think it's that simple i think you can mix and match those guys depending on what you need and so to me getting a tyron matthew allows you to play a full game of rock paper scissors so to me you know Derwin james he can be rock and this year Adelaide can be scissors but you can't win that game without paper. And, and, and who is paper on this team right now? 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Is it Alohi Gilman? You know, Mark Webb? Trey Marshall that, you know, he's not projected to come back, but you, know, you could think of him. Ben DeLuca, the guy who barely played. Do you want Kenneth Murray out there? Is that, is that your option? Is that how you're going to beat opposing offenses this year? The 49ers and Debo Samuel, the, the, the Rams and Cooper cup, the chiefs and, you know, Travis Kelsey, all these guys, is this how you, who you want out there as your third option? Kenneth Murray is the Sante Samuel jr. Playing in the slot. Which is fine, but now you need an outside corner, which again, that's why I take a corner at 17. You need to be able to have a rotation of guys that are excellent, if possible. You can't go from Derwin James and Sierra Adderley to, okay, I'm going to rotate Derwin James down now, maybe even take Kenneth Murray off the field, but the guy behind me is Alohi Gilman, and you watch what happened when he played the Texans. It wasn't very pretty. So... I, you know, he had good moments before he got hurt. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know if that's a guy you want to trust in the postseason to be able to rotate and take on. I don't know the Bengals and Higgins, Boyd and Chase and Uzama if he returns. You know, you need somebody else out there who can really actually step up and you can really trust. And yes, on paper, would Tyron Matthew be the starter, or would I, mean, I guess he could be? But you know, would this year Adderley not be the starter then? Maybe not. But it doesn't matter because the Chargers are going to live in a scenario where they're basically going to be 3-3-5 quite a bit. And I think having someone out there like Tyron Matthew, adjust to your personnel. If you have a linebacker that's gone, you can just put, you know, Kenneth Murray, I guess, as, as your sole linebacker or Derwin James there and work other guys through. So to me, again, like rock, paper, scissors, you could, with luck, <laughs> win rock, paper, scissors without that third option, but you really need a third option. And, you know, you can go wherever you want. Like the game of rock, paper, scissors, you can do whatever you want with these guys. So I have a line or lined up here for those of you that are just listening on uh, the podcast feed, Matthew McKinley, the guy from Oregon, James, <clears throat> and Nasir Adderley. These guys, if you can tell from the numbers here, play all over. Each one of them has at least 100 snaps as either a box safety a free safety or a slot corner many of them more than 200 snaps at each of those spots you can mix and match these guys whether it is a mckinley right or if the Chargers could go with on day three or a very high-end player like tyron matthew you can move them around as needed for whatever you need to beat whatever offense you need and it is a, is it kind of a luxury to have three safeties like that 
I suppose. But right now, the Chargers have suffered because they don't have they didn't have another deep safety. They didn't have another box safety. They didn't have another slot corner. You know, it went from a pretty good group to Trey Marshall, Devon Campbell, all who played more outside. Um, Harris, I don't remember his first name. Is it Devonta Harris? Just not a good group. So with these guys, you can win in a variety of ways. <coughs> oh, sorry. And you can be multiple in a way that Staley really was never able to do because they didn't really have the personnel for that. And this slot corner group, if you're watching, you can see in red, those are the guys that are over 30. This is a slot free agent group, and there's not a lot of them. These are the guys that played over 100 snaps in the slot last season. And the top two options when I do the composite rankings, granted everything posted here, those aren't all the stats that I used, but the top two options were Bryce Callahan, who's over 30 and from the Broncos, and Chris Harris Jr. <laughs> Chris Harris Jr. being at two is not ideal for Chargers fans who want to see an improvement because that means the only improvement purely based on stats is Bryce Callahan. And there's not really a, little, like, a good option here. You know, the, the names you can point out, Kwan Williams from the from the 49ers, got absolutely torched in the postseason, unfortunately. I think he gave up like 300 yards and a handful of touchdowns. It wasn't pretty. He was getting torched in the postseason. And again, on this list, he's behind Chris Harris Jr. Desmond King's not returning to the team. Dante Dion from the Rams, you know, who could be a connection there, didn't even play the final two games of the postseason. Or, well, not the final two games, the most recent two games of the postseason because he's just kind of like cornerback six for that team. So the slot group isn't all that great. So you can find guys, you know, maybe you don't have an exact slot corner. And I do think that they will find a legitimate slot corner. But you can make that work. Let's say if it's a day three slot corner, and that's the best you got, or a round three slot corner with a lot of upside who isn't quite ready to start all the way. You can make that work. Slide in Tyron Matthew, slide in Derwin James, Nasir Adderley, whoever it needs to be. Again, plug the holes, rock, paper, scissors, win. Have all three at your disposal, not just two. The slot corner, corner group, the slot corner free agent group is not great. And so why, you know, take a swing on these guys? You're probably not taking an immediate slot corner early unless you're moving us out to Samuel Jr. to the slot and you're taking an outside corner. To me, I think I would rather just go with someone like a Tyron Matthew who could help make my defense a little bit more multiple rather than have, you know, 31-year-old Bryce Callahan show up on defense and we have Chris Harris Jr. all over again. So the last bit, which again is really what started it all, is that there seems to be some sort of a camaraderie between Tyron Matthew and the Chargers. For whatever reason, he was doing his absolute best to get noticed and to associate himself with the Chargers at the Pro Bowl. Now, these are guys all having fun. You know, it seems like everyone has fun with Derwin James. Everyone has a good relationship with Derwin James, sure. But he's out there posting things about him and Derwin James, right down to, you know, them boys up to something, you know, with Derwin James. What are they up to? I don't know. Derwin James is a heck of a talker and heck of a recruiter, and he loves Brandon Staley. And I'm sure you could sell Tyron Matthew on something like that. Hey, Tyron Matthew, would you like to play with me? Or Daniel Sorensen, you know, I think the sell, I think it sells itself, you know, I think he's out there catching passes from uh, Justin Herbert. I don't know, man. I really think based on everything that we know, right, everything we can expect, right, Kaiser White is going to be gone. So you need someone out there who can play that little more coverage, who can kind of be your linebacker. Maybe that's Derwin James. 
And so you need another safety out there. It's like a Tyron Matthew type. We know the Chargers have met with Verone McKinley, a guy that is going to play all over the field, a guy that they're they're basically admitting that they know they need to upgrade over Alohi Gilman and Mark Webb, or at least prepare to try to upgrade over those guys. That's why they're looking at him. You know, you can move Tyron Matthew all over the field more. You can trust him to play over someone like Gilman and Webb because he's actually been in the NFL and succeeded and played for a long time. He's actually only 29, which is the craziest thing. You know, versus, you know, you put Derwin James down in the slot and then now Mark Webb and Alohi Gilman are back there. I don't know if you trust that in all-in year. I think I believe in them to develop, but do you trust that in your all-in year or would you rather just go get a Tyron Matthew? A guy who can cost, you know, 12 million a year versus Kaiser White at 8 million a year, but at a much more premium position that they value a lot more, who can arguably do more things for you. And is, I don't want to say he's a better player, but I think he has the potential to have more impact on this defense than Kaiser White, especially because Kenneth Murray is going to be starting. You need three guys to rotate through. And I think the Chargers know that they need to find a better rotation. They can't just have, you know, rotation was such a problem for them, from, problem for them last year, right? Okay, we have Joey Bosa and Chenard Mosu. Great. Who's back there? Uh, who's after that? Fackrell and Rumpf with 16 pressures total. Ugh. Derwin James and Nasir Adderley. They're great. Who's behind them? Alohi Gilman and Mark Webb, who barely played. Oh, by the way, I had to throw Trey Marshall in there. Ugh. You know, who's behind Michael Davis and Asante Samuel Jr.? Um, Tavon Campbell. You know, <laughs> they got to have better options. The, the third option at each position on defense needs to be a little bit better so this rotation can be more successful. So to me, you take a guy like Matthew, you move him all over, you avoid this awful slot corner free agent group, and you find a or you know, or you pick one of these guys for cheap, but you don't you don't have to force them to start and force a round peg into square hole because like, well, we needed a slot corner, so we paid a ton of money for one. Like, no, we don't have to do that. We don't have to overpay for Bryce Callahan. <laughs> Let's overpay for Tyron Matthew <laughs> because I, I think he has more impact on the field. So with all of that said, I, I do think it is worth actually buying into the idea that this could work i don't know if it will end up working but i think you can buy into the possibility of it happening more than anything else because he's a free agent he can decide where he goes as opposed to someone like a jalen ramsey where everyone is like oh well, we'll just trade three first for him it's not that simple until Tulesco's not doing that but a free agent that's different so let me know what you guys think i think this is certainly possible if you're for it great if you're not for it you watched the entire video to not be for it. Uh, and if you still haven't changed your mind, then hey, you know, it's all good. So let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. Take care. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl. And as always, everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. 
Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.